M.J. Brown Construction Company. By Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Bigby Coffee. By Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply. And by the Ropey Corporation. Ready for the show? Come on! Now, let's go after the game on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and... Coming online, online now. At WBVI.com. The Elida Fieldhouse, your site for today's action in high school volleyball, the Division Four Regional Finals. The Tiffin Calvert Seneca's taking on the Crestview Knights. Calvert 25 and 1 on the season. They roll through the district, being Old Fort and Lakota. The Ayers won straight sets Thursday night here in Elida. Crestview 24 and 2 overall this year. They beat Collider and Lipsick to win their second consecutive district's title. They knocked off Mohawk on Thursday right here in Elida in straight sets. Crestview won the regional title here in Elida last season after beating Calvert in Hicksville before falling to eventual state champion New Bremen. This is Calvert Volleyball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online WBVI.com. Lance Morris alongside Josh Morgan for today's action between Calvert and Crestview. Winner of this one will punch their ticket to the state final four down at another center on the campus of Wright State University. The winner will play the winner of Buckeye Central and Canton Central Catholic. That'll be next Friday at 6 o'clock. Happy to be back with you for some more high school volleyball, our third official season as the broadcasting partner here of Calvert Volleyball. And here we are for the regional finals, a place that has become familiar for Calvert with it being their sixth straight year coming here for regionals. And frankly, Josh, this is what the whole season has led up to at this point. It's why Calvert challenged themselves with the teams they did, the St. Ursula's Magnificats of the world. And oh, by the way, those two teams, the only teams that have taken any sets thus far from this Tiffin Calvert team. And, and you know, the same, same way you can say for Crestview, they challenged themselves too. They beat New Bremen earlier on in the season, so their schedule no shortage of tough competition as well. What are, what are some of the things you're looking to see here tonight? Absolutely. I think when the regional draw came out a little over a month ago, I'm talking before the brackets came out, once they realized that this could be a regional final, it was pretty much penciled in without uh, a crazy upset. So uh, two teams that have been great all year, been in the top five rankings all year. Uh, two of the best teams in the state without a doubt. So we're definitely in for a, uh, a good one here today, I think. Uh, it depends on who can get off to a good start, maybe get some good finishes at the end of the sets. And you got uh, both teams, I don't know if they're attempting to plan for each other's funeral, but both teams are uh, wearing their black tops tonight. Yeah, uh, I wore black too. I thought that we weren't coming to a funeral. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Calvert's coaches are all in black too, so I don't know what's going on here. It is uh, a blue out in terms, at least, of the Calvert side. Uh, a good majority of their fans here are wearing some sort of blue, at least blue tops for the majority of most of this Calvert faithful as we're currently having the teams being introduced out on the floor. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan here with your Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Again, regional finals action here at the Elida Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage, of course, of tonight's matchup. And then if we hope to have more coverage next week, depending on if this Calvert team can pull off this win here today. And we were talking, Josh, before we were uh, ready to get things rolling. And for as good as both of these teams are, the only thing that I said really would be a surprise is if one of these teams is able to take down the other in straight sets. No, absolutely. I don't I don't think we're out of here anytime soon. If you're listening in, uh, sit back and get relaxed because uh, this has the makings of a you know a four or five set two hour classic. Uh, I'd be surprised if it's anything but that, Lance. And worth noting, it was in five sets that Crestview was 
able to uh, win that regional semis game just over a year ago. Yeah, and if you look at, for both teams too, their biggest win of the year, Calvert over St. Ursula and Crestview over New Bremen, both of those were five set classic fours too, so these teams have gone the distance, they've won some big games, obviously they're great teams, so they have a lot of sweeps, but each one knows what it takes to battle out for two hours and five sets and come home with a big win, so uh, again, I expect nothing less than that today. Oh, and by the way, both St. Ursula and New Bremen are playing for their yep. own regional titles. Yeah, Noah, like I said, high quality wins there. St. Ursula in Division Four or in Division One, and New Bremen's playing Fort Loramie in a, in a battle of the top two teams in the state in the regional final. So um, I'm excited. We're getting ready here. Uh, we're checking on the lineups, and we're about ready to get this bad boy underway. Each team has their libero check in on the back line. Calvert will be serving first here in this one. Olivia Miller will go back to get things started here for the Tiffin Calvert Senecas. And we are ready to go here in Elida. Crestview will set things up up front for Etzler, and that'll be an easy kill to start this one off as Crestview will strike first. Easy uh, reception set and kill, and Calvert didn't quite get their block up there in time. It was pretty much open hit in there for her. Adeline Figley goes back to serve now for Crestview. Lanachek on the return for Calvert. They set up for Lanachek on the back side, and that one will fall in favor of Calvert, tying it up at once. Schoenberger check in for Emily Miller. Schoenberger will go back to serve for Calvert. Currently one-to-one here in the first set of action. Crestview sets it up. Back row attack up front. Blocked back over to Crestview. Lana check up front. Back row attack from Figley. Now Olivia Miller on the return for Calvert. So the opposite side, Allie Porter cross-court attempt. Crestview another back row attack from Figley. Palmer to get up for Calvert. Up front they set it up for Lana check. Is that in? No, it is not. Just a little too strong in the corner. Point goes to Crestfield. Crestfield with a couple of back row kills there. Uh, Calvert defends that pretty well they have all year. It's tough to get a back row kill. and uh, If you can get one, that kind of pumps your team up. Casey Gregory now goes back to serve for Crestfield. Calvert will send up opposite side for Bryn Meyer. It would have been in, but they will call a double hit on Calvert. You see a whole lot of those from Olivia Miller. She's one of the, one, another one of those great setters from Calvert. Just this time to there. Every song would serve for Crestview. Calvert sets it up for Lanachek on the back set and will fall in favor of Calvert. So two kills from Lanachek cuts down the deficit to one. Lanachek now will go back and serve for Calvert, the SBC River Player of the Year this season. Crestview will set it up near side. Callie Gregory gets through the wall. Calvert is able to return. Porter tries to cross court again. Crestview ready for it. They'll again set up for Gregory. Lanachek digs it up. Miller up front for Shook. Locked by Etzler at the front of the net for the Crestview point. Crestview now on top, 4-2. to two. Yeah, we talked before the game. Callie Gregory not only leaves Crestview in kills, but also in assists running that 6-2 offense where she can hit and set up. Right, Etzler goes back to serve now for Crestview. Palm will pick it up this time for Calvert. Set up up front, Bryn Meyer, the freshman will slam that one down for the Calvert kill, cut the deficit back to one. That's the kind of player that could be, have a big impact today as a freshman, just you know the, the hitters that Calvert's gonna have, if somebody else can step up and have one of those games where you get 10 or 15 kills, that would be huge for the Senecas. 
Vivian Miller, Bryn Meyer check out. Bryn Dirksen along with Borgio check in for the Senecas. Calvert defends. They'll say it was tipped up front, so we'll fall in favor of the kill for Callie Gregory and Crestview back up now by two. Cole Wicke will go back and serve for the Knights of Crestview. They lead 5-3 here in the first set of action. Calvert back set up for Shook, and Shook will get that one down for the Calvert kill again, cutting the deficit back to one. That was a nice set up there by Olivia Miller, kind of switched it up and went behind her, and Cam Shook was ready there and just put it into the open court and got herself a kill. The corner now will go back and serve for Calvert. Crestview will send up near side for Figley, taps it over, Dirksen on the return. Send up Emily Miller, far side of the floor. Miller will get that one through for the Calvert point. That'll tie it up at fives here in the first set. Emily Miller with a big night the other night in the win over Ayersville, so curious to see if she can keep it going again. They're gonna have to keep the pressure up today. Corey still on the serve for Calvert. Crestview set us up near side for Figley. Figley will get that one down. Deflects off of Allie Porter for the Crestview point. They'll retake the lead. Allie Gregory now will go back and serve for Crestview. And that'll be a little too strong as it hits off of the block on the basketball part of the hardwood. Ties it back up at sixes. How about the crowd here today, Lancers? There's tons of people behind us in this double level light of field houses. Great showing for a volleyball match today. Definitely looks like each team has more fans than they did on Thursday, that is for sure. We'll see Figley up front will get that one over. Calvert will defend it well. They'll set it up for Emily Miller. Now on to the Crestview side. Gregory near side for Figley. First off from Porter now. Palm far side sets it up. Emily Miller, her attack just a little too strong. Just a little too far near the back line. Point goes to Crestview, they retake the lead. Another coming out aggressive. That's three huge swings for her already, and just taking what the uh, defense is giving you a little bit. Ellie Klein, the libero for Crestview now on the serve. Calvert back set for Borgio, and the freshman will pound down her first kill of the game. Ties it back up again at sevens. Like you said, freshman. That's two freshmen with kills already for Calvert. Just this program is loaded from seventh grade all the way up through the senior class, and a lot of talent everywhere for Calvert. Dirksen and Borgio check out. Miller Meyer back on the floor now for Calvert. Living Miller on the serve. Back set up for Figley this time from Crestview as Palm will try to range over to that. I think she was a little indecisive that time of whether it was going to stay in or stay out. Point will go in favor of Crestview. Yeah, she taps her chest, said it's my fault. I think that one was definitely in, and she just didn't quite react fast enough. Figley now goes back to serve for Crestview. Porter on the return this time for Calvert. The near side set it up. Lanachek will get that one through the wall up front. Tie it right back up at eights here in the first set of action and been back and forth, back and forth so far. Yeah, not a lot of airs on both sides. We've had 16 points and I think we got 11 or 12 kills. It's just good, solid, clean hitting so far from both teams. So Schoenberger now on to serve for Calvert. And Etzler able to navigate that one. Probably not the best setup that time, but Etzler is able to get that one to drop. Crestview again retakes the lead. Six foot three senior, and she looks like she's every part of six foot three too. She's that's not in, inflated. Is it? Calvert now will set things up. They'll go backside for Meyer. Blocks back over to Calvert. They are able to put it down, and that's an instance of better to be lucky than good that time on the Calvert side as it falls on the Crestview part for the Calvert point. Lanichuk just kind of put her hand up as a reactionary, and 
on the other side of the floor. Caroline Lanachek now back to serve for Calvert. Crasul set up near side for Callie Gregory. Gregory will get that one through the wall, and it'll find the floor for a Crestview point. They'll again retake the lead. It's 10 to 9. Crestview on top here in the first set. You're right about the back and forth. Usually by this point, maybe each girl served once. We're already going two times through the rotation. Each team's taking a point and not making a big run. That's now back on the serve for Crestview. Calvert far side for Shook. Diving save from Etzler. They'll attempt to get it over from Callie Gregory, and they will. Calvert up front, slammed back on the block, but then saved right back by Olivia Miller. Crestview near side, they'll set it up for Gregory. Blocked again back over to Crestview. See if they can set things up. They'll try near side again for Gregory. Miller first to hit it on the return. Far side is set up Allie Porter, again dug out by Crestview. Near side will set it up again for Gregory. Blocks back over to Crestview once again from Lanachek. Gregory tries again in his block, and still Crestview able to return it. Olivia Miller point. tries the dump, still on, and now a back row attack from Etzler. Accidental free ball, back sent over to Calvert. Again, they'll try it with Allie Porter. Diving save. Can Crestview get it over still? Yes, they can. The volley continues. What a point. Miller backside for Bryn Meyer. Somehow saved again. Crestview sends it over for the free ball. Calvert near side for Shook. Saved again on a dive. And it finally appears the point is awarded, and Calvert will get the point on one of the longest volleys I've seen this season. That's one where, man, yeah, and the crowd's giving it to him. What a point. Well, the Crestview fans aren't happy about it, but thumbs up to both teams. What a point. If, we're, if we get those kind of points, we might be here till about 8 o'clock tonight. Because I think uh, Calvert was anticipating a substitution, but I don't think it's quite ready for the sub, and I think that's what they're trying to figure out, if it is time to sub or not. Yeah, you can go to your rotation and check, and, or you can go to the official and check your rotation, I'm sorry. But that was that was one of the smaller things. Ayersville, at one point in that third set, was a little discombobulated because they actually did have a rotation error resulted in a free point for Calvert. Yeah, yeah, it's better to check the official. That's kind of the, one of those unique things about volleyball. You can check and ask the the uh, table if you're in the right rotation before you get called for an error. Well, that's part of the differences of just subs. In, in basketball, you can go kind of willy-nilly. You can yeah, sub for anybody. In, in volleyball, players. you have to sub for the exact player. Otherwise, it's illegal. Yeah, it's very specific in volleyball. Berkson now checks in for Calvert. Goes back to serve. Up front, Kelly Gregory will get that one through the wall for the Crestview point. And again, Crestview will retake the lead. It's 11-10 here in the first set. Again, the back and forth. I mean, it's been a while since either team's won consecutive points, maybe in the first couple points of the, of the set here, but from a Calvert tie to a one-point lead for Crestview, back and forth. But looking now back to serve for Crestview. Calvert near side for Shook, and Shook will get that one through the wall for the Calvert point, and will tie it back up at 11s in the first set. And I think we've been tied every point, 5-5, five, 6-6, five, six, six, all the way through 11-11, so it is exactly what we expected, I think. Reporter now will go back and serve on the Seneca's side. Crestview, dump attempt, will be dived and saved that time from Dirksen. They'll set it up for Shook, will be blocked and still now on the Crestview side. They'll try near side for Figley, light tap. Dirksen able to save it. Palm ranging over. Borgia will send it over now to, count to Crestview on the free ball. Gregory up front for Figley, and Figley will pound that one through for the kill for Crestview. They'll now add on and retake the lead. See very clearly that Figley, Etzler, and Gregory are their three biggest hitters. They lead them in kills, obviously, and uh, every I think all their kills have come from those three girls. 
Uh, Gregory now on the serve for Crestview. Calvert back set up for Shook. Gets that through the wall and will fall in the favor of Calvert. Once again tied up here at 12s in the first set. That's some huge kills from Cam Shook too. You know, she was a freshman on that state championship team in 2020 and obviously has a, a desire to get back to state and compete for another title. Cecilia Palm now back to serve for Calvert, and that'll fall for an ace for Cecilia Palm. As it was just a little in front of Klein as she was anticipating it coming up a little further back. Lance, that's the first lead for Calvert today, too. 13 to 12 here in set one. That it is. Palm will stay on the serve for Calvert. That'll be just a touch too strong for the service air as it'll flip possession right back over to Crassie, who ties it up at 13s in the first set. Went a little short with that ace, kind of drew the defense in, tried to go to the back line that time, just a little bit too much on it. And Klein now goes back to serve for Crestview. Calvert, far side, setting it up. Emily Miller, that'll fall in the middle of the floor for the Calvert kill from the sophomore Emily Miller. See the planned substitutions. Olivia Miller checking in, as does Bryn Meyer. Out go Bryn Dirksen and Bella Borgio. Miller back to serve already her third time serving here in this first set and somehow Etzler able to navigate that one through the wall up front for the Crestview point and once again tied now it's 14 apiece. Talk about Calvert's subs there's just so much talent she's, she's figured out the lineups that works best for them and just tries to get a little bit of everything from everybody. Bigley will now go back and serve for Crestview. Calvert, our side to set up. Bryn Meyer, another pounded kill from the freshman. Calvert will retake the lead here in the first set. It's kind of scary if you're the rest of Northwest Ohio to see what Calvert has. You got freshmen coming in and serving and setting and freshmen coming in and hitting. and They're not going away anytime soon, that's for sure. Schoenberger now back to serve for Calvert after checking in for Emily Miller. Up front, Etzler gets that one through the wall. Calvert will defend it well. Set it up. And Meyer, another kill from the freshman as Calvert now will add on to their lead. Now a two-point lead, largest either team has had thus far. Schoenberger will continue to serve on the Calvert side. Driving save from Gregory. Can they get it over? No, they cannot. It'll fall in favor of Calvert. And we're going to have a timeout taken on the Crestview side. 17 to 14. Calvert now a three-point advantage here in the first set of action. Lance Morse, Josh Morgan here with you. Classic at 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. A good time to remind you that our first set today brought to you by Smith Family Foods, your total service food partner located at 1773 West County Road 54 in Tiffin. Call 419-447-5382 for your food service needs. And Josh, as we were talking about throughout that first set, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now Calvert finally starting to pull away just a little bit as they get it to a three-point advantage. Yeah, there's not, you're not going to have any 9-1, 10-0 kind of runs today. So these 4-1 kind of runs, winning three points in a row, that's most likely what's going to determine probably just about every set today. If you can do two of them or maybe even three of them in a set, you're probably on your way to winning the set. And Calvert's got one here, and uh, curious to see if they can continue it out of this timeout. Calvert leading 17 to 14, first set of action, Division Four Regional Finals from the Elida Fieldhouse. Winner of this one will punch their tickets to the state final four, which will be down at the Nutter Center on the campus of Wright State University. And you know, Calvert might have won in Dayton in 2020, but that was the year that everything actually was shifted. They played that state final at Vandalia Butler, so Calvert that much more interested in trying to get themselves back to Wright State. 
Yeah, Calvert actually hasn't been to Rice since, since 2018 when they won their first title. It's crazy to think. Crestview sets it up far side for Casey Gregory. Now on the Calvert side. Schoenberger, far side. Allie Porter blocks back over. Now a little joust at the net. Was it tipped? No, it was not. So they'll say a little strong on the Crestview side. Another point for Calvert. They lead by four. And if you're Calvert, you're trying to milk every point of this run with player Schoenberger serving. Schoenberger will continue to serve for Calvert. Crestview, they set it up near side for Etzler. Porter digs it up. They set it up for Lanachek. Now we'll see Crestview ready to go. It'll be a back set this time for Klein. It'll be just a little too far near the back line. Another point for Calvert now leading 19 to 14 here in the first set. Lance, that was close. That had to been inches. But Calvert's the beneficiary of it just being out and up by five all of a sudden. Schoenberger stays on the serve for Calvert. Crestview up front for Etzler. Dug out by Palm. They set it up for Lanachek and a big time slam check for the kill that time for Calvert. Extends their lead now to six here in the first set. It's 20 to 14. Another timeout going to be taken by Crestview. Even through the first timeout, Calvert's run has continued as they now lead 20 to 14 into this first set of action. Your timeouts tonight brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network online. BB Health System.org. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online. WBVI.com. Division 4 regional finals here from the Atlanta Fieldhouse. Calvert a 20-14 to 14 advantage now over Crestview. And, I mean, Josh, just like we were saying uh, before the first timeout, Calvert finally able to get a little bit of an advantage. Since that timeout, they've continued their advantage as it's now up to six. Yeah, it was almost like as soon as they took that first lead, they just put it in turbo mode. I mean, Again, Calvert's first lead wasn't until 13 to 12. But since then, I mean, if it was 12 to 11, that's a 9-2 run for Calvert since being down 12-11. So, uh, again, you want to milk it while you can because I'm sure Crestview probably probably has another run on them here in this set. So, if you can continue to put points up and get closer to that 25 mark, win this set. Ready to go following the timeout. Schoenberger will stay on the serve for Calvert. Crestview will set it up far side for Casey Gregory. Returned first by Schoenberger. Paul wound up sending it up for Olivia Miller. She sends it over for the free ball. Crestview up front for Etzler. And Etzler will get that one through the wall for the first Crestview point here in a little while. We'll see Casey Gregory, the freshman on the Crestview side, go back to serve. 20 to 15, your score. Calvert the lead here in the first set. Palm will dig it up for Calvert. Backside, they set it up for Lanachek. Blocked back over to Calvert, but then unable to do anything with it after the block that time from Exeter. Another point for Crestview. Casey Gregory stays on the serve for Crestview. Corner will take that one up. Miller set us up for Lanachek. Gets that one through the wall as it's last touch by Etzler for the Calvert point. It's now 21 to 16 here in the first set. Nice play by Lanachek. You know, you don't always have to hit it as hard as humanly possible. Sometimes it's the angle and just getting it to tip off the defender. Lanachek now back on the serve. Just a little too strong on the air. Point of possession will go back over to Crestview. Metzler now will go back and serve for Crestview. 21-17 your score. Set number one. Calvert the advantage. Crestview on the serve. And that'll be just out as the combination of Palm and Porter decided to uh, let that one fall as it did out of play. 
Yeah, great reaction, kind of knowing where you're at on the court, how fast it's coming in. And Allie Porter looked like she wanted to go up and return it, and they just kind of simultaneously decided to let it go, and it was out. And Dirksen now will check in for Olivia Miller, go back and serve for Calvert. Crestview setting up near side for Gregory, and she'll get that one through the wall for first point in a little while for Callie Gregory. Is that's part of the rotation with it when Calvert get on the run. Gregory was still at the at the setter position, so they couldn't move her out. So that was uh, another thing that probably uh, was an assistant in the Calvert run. Yeah, that's five kills for Gregory too. Looking on the serve for Crestview, Calvert. Our side to set it up Borgio, and that will fall in favor of Calvert after the first hit at the wall from Haley McCoy. Calvert now leading 23-18. We talked about the youth on this team. You obviously don't want to look ahead. Big goals this year, but man, some of these freshmen are going to be exciting to watch the next three years, including Bella Borgio. Holly Porter now on the serve, and the ace for the set at this Calvert now one point away from taking the first set. Huge serve by Ali Porter. Just looked like she put a little something extra on that one and kind of dove and service ace. Porter trying to close out this first set here for Calvert. Crestview, setting up near side. Figley, Figley will be in on the near side line for the point. Crestview will keep this first set going. Little plethora of set points here for Calvert. You want to close it out as soon as you can, man. Gregory now will serve for Crestview. Calvert, backside for Shook. Diving save that time from Gregory. Set it up far side, Casey Gregory. First hit by Porter. Tapped over by Emily Miller. Now onto the Crestview side. Near side, set it up Figley. Dug out by Porter. Calvert, far side for Emily Miller. Dug out now by Klein for Crestview. We'll try again for Figley on the near side. Porter digs it up again for Calvert. Up front, they set it up for Borgio. KC Gregory digs that one out. They'll set it up for Callie Gregory. Back row attack. Porter again on the dig. Backside for Shook. Excellent free ball sent back to Calvert. Dirksen hits it back over now to Crestview. Near side will try again for Figley. She can't get it over, and it will be blocked. But it will be out of play on the block. So another point for Crestview keeps this first set going. It's 24 20. Adeline Figley also up for five kills for Crestview. Gregory on the serve for Crestview. And Miller first on the return for Calvert. We'll set it up for Miller on the far side, but they will call a double hit on Dirksen. Another point for Crestview. Keeps his first set going. It's 24-21 now. And now Coach Larry Rombach will take her first time out of this night. And it's 24-21 as Calvert has had a little bit of the little bit of a buffer, but definitely don't want to let Crestview uh, claw back into this first set. No, it starts with the serve re receive. You obviously want to receive it and get it to your setter. And one of those plethora of big hitters that Calvert has, let him pound away and get out of here with this first set win. 24-21, your score here in this first set of action. Calvert with the advantage, trying to close out this first set. A reminder, the first set today brought to you by Smith Family Foods, your total service food partner located at 1773 West County Road 54 in Tiffin. Call 419-447-5382 for your food service needs. Lance more shots, more get with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Calvert trying to finish off this first set of action. Currently a lead of 24-21 here in the Division 4 Regional Finals at the Elida Fieldhouse. Just about ready to resume. Callie Gregory on the serve for Crestview. Porter digs it up for Calvert. Backside for Shook. Is it in? It is not in. It will be out. So another point for Crestview. Keeps the set going still. 
a couple times this year, Calvert doesn't lose very many sets, but they've had a little bit of trouble sometimes closing sets. Quarter on the return now for Calvert. Backside, they set it up, shook. Dug out again by Crestview, but not able to save it after the dig. Calvert will finally take this first set of action by a score of 25 to 22. We'll go ahead subside for a quick timeout. We'll come back to start the second set of action here from the Atlanta Field. Now you're listening to Calvert Volleyball and Velasquez 96.7 WBBI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. They're huge. They're juicy. I'm talking about the delicious hot dogs and hamburgers from Smith's Family Foods that can't be beat for grilling up some tailgating fun for our local football games. Smith Family Foods specializes in fresh cut meats, Granny Smith deli salads, frozen chicken breasts, seafood, and appetizers. You can't forget Fritz's delicious secret recipe bratwurst. Smith's Family Foods Wholesale Outlet is located at 1773 West County Road 54 by the Seneca County Fairgrounds. And Seneca Sioux says, Go Calvert Seneca's. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Finley. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. We are here getting ready to start the second set of action here for the Division IV Regional Finals at the line of Fieldhouse Calvert taking the first set of action by a score of 25-22 to 22 over Crossview Lance Morris. Alongside Josh Morgan here for Calvert Volleyball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And we saw, you know, back and forth really almost through the, about the midway point of that first set before Calvert was able to jump ahead to a six-point advantage, but then Shortly after, Calvert was able to get it to set point after Crestview was able to get a little bit of a rally going, get themselves up to 22, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, kind of back and forth early on, and Calvert finally put that run together and built a lead and kind of fended off. And, you know, that's the nice thing about getting a lead like that. You can have a little bit of drop in your play, or Crestview picks it up a little bit, and you're still okay. And, you know, both teams have been through some wars. Calvert's been through their wars. You just kind of keep calm in those moments, and... You know, it's no surprise, senior Cam Shook coming up with a big kill to win the set for Calvary. Each team will get their libero on the floor to start off this first set of action. Again, Calvert was able to win the first set, 25-22, as we're just about ready to get things going for set number two. Another, another match we kind of had our eye on, New Bremen and Fort Lormie. New Bremen up one set to none, 25-15. So that's the other half of the bracket. That would be a potential state championship match for the winner here today. 
Um, the state semifinal opponent won't be determined until later tonight. They don't play till 6 o'clock, so kind of got our eye on that I was going to say, are, are you going to that too? I'm not. I'm going to home okay. and watch it. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't worry. You'll, map, you'll have your eye on it. I map-quested it to see, but <laughs> I knew we weren't getting out of here earlier. Not enough time. So. Yes, that is very true. Ready to go here to start the second set of action. Calvert will set it up for Emily Miller, and that will fall in favor of Crestview as they definitely just got out of their rotation a little bit. Calvert will strike first here in the second set. Not going to win very many points like that, so you'll take them when you get them. But Crestview kind of a couple players just kind of looked at each other thinking one was going to get it and the other one, and nobody got it. Schoenberger comes in for Emily Miller, goes back to serve. Crestview again seems to be out of sorts before it's blocked up front on the attack attempt. Now they go cross court with it. They'll award the point, I believe, to Calvert because of going over the net. No, they're giving it to Crestview. Called Calvert into the net, which I'm not sure exactly who it was, but kind of one of those, like you said, uh, Crestview was out of system on the serve, and Calvert can't uh, finish it off. And Figley now back to serve for Crestview, but her serve is too strong over towards the Calvert bench, actually, as Calvert will get that point, retake the lead. Lance, I thought both teams served well in the first set. Not a ton of aces, but a couple of serves where uh, the other team's out of system, and you kind of try to take advantage. Vanacek now on the serve for Calvert. They'll set it up for Etzler. Meyer on the return. They'll set it up Allie Porter. She tries to go cross court with it. This time, Crestview ready as Gregory tries the dump. It's saved by Schoenberger. Lincoln Miller end up sending it over to Crestview for the free ball. They set it up up front again for Etzler. Blocked that time by Shook. Back Whoop. over to Crestview. And again, they're out of rotation as Figley was closest to it but was not ready to try and attack it over. That's twice in four points. They've had just communication errors where one player thought the other was going for it and kind of backed away, and that player didn't go for it. Calvert would take it, though. I mean, points are hard to come by today. If you get two miscommunication error points, even if it's early in the set, they could matter later. And check will stay on the serve now for Calvert. Crestview will set it up opposite side for Gregory. Now Calvert ready for it. They'll set it up up front for Shook. And again, now we'll see them send it over for the free from Gregory. Up front, they'll set it up Allie Porter. That'll fall in the middle of the floor for the Calvert point. We'll add on to the leads now, four to one here in set two. I just said it a minute ago. Uh, Calvert's serving is more times than not, they seem like they're getting Crestview out of system with the serve where Crestview's not really getting a big hit on the ball. And Calvert's able to dig it easily and run their offense uh, pretty well so far. So much so, we'll see Emily Lichty check in for the first time here after not playing There's in the first one. set. Crestview near sign, they'll set the one up for Kreider. Was it in? They will say it was in, says the near line judge. Point goes to Crestview. First kill for Kennedy Kreider today, 5'9 junior. Casey Gregory now back to serve for Crestview. They'll let it be go, but it is in on the back row for the ace for Casey Gregory. We just talked, Calvary kind of had a couple of those calls where they were close and just barely out go their way, and that's two in a row that's when Crestview's way. Schoenberger digs up this time for Calvert. They set a far side, Shook, a powerful hit from the senior Cameron. Shook will add on to the Calvert lead back now five to three. Cam is just teeing off. She's not getting a whole lot of block in front of her. She's able to spray it where she can hit it, and she's putting them down. Tremendous start for the senior Cam Shook. And Meyer out. We'll see Dirksen and Borgio now check in for Calvert. Dirksen goes back to serve. Fine on the return. They set it up for Gregory. Diving save from Palm. Porter near side. Dirksen sends it over for the free ball to Crestview. 
They set it up for Etzler, but they'll call a double hit now on Lichty for Crestview. So point goes again to Calvert. They lead by three. You know, something we don't talk about enough is Calvert's defense. Cecilia Palm, Claire Schoenberger, Allie Porter just digging a lot of balls today. Crestview near side has set it up for Gregory. She tries to get it through the wall, and she will get it through the wall as it falls on the Calvert side for the Crestview point. Calvert leading 6-4. to four. Got to talk to Cecilia Palm for a feature story earlier in the week. Uh, aptly named her Miss Defense. And that was a good story. I did read that earlier on. Appreciate that, sir. Back now is Etzler to serve for Crestview. And then it being a back row attack from Palm this time. Crestview near side for Gregory again. Dirksen first to hit it. Palm now sets it up for Allie Porter far side. Etzler on the dig now for Crestview. They'll try again near side for Gregory. That one's too strong and will go out of play for the Calvert point. They'll now lead 7-4 here in set number two. Scary. Casey Gregory, a freshman, obviously. Callie's younger sister. Looks like she has the making of what Callie is right now here in a couple years. Just a freshman, though, but she's uh, also setting it up. And quarter now goes back to serve for Calvert. And it'll be just a little too strong for the air. Point of possession go back over to Crestfield. Wiki now will go back and serve for Crestview. Calvert leading the second set 7-5. Porter on the return for Calvert. Backside set it up for Shook. Dug out by Kowicki, but a high dig that time. Their side will try for Big Lead. Locked up front. Combination of Borgio and Shook at the net for Calvert for the point. Really one of the first blocks we've really seen all day. These hitters have been so tremendous on both sides. Not a whole lot of times have I wrote down block. So Palm now goes back and serves for Calvert. Crestview will set it up for Figley near side, blocked but stays on the Calvert side. They over to Emily Miller far side, diving save from Klein. They try the dump, it's now on the Calvert side. Also to set it up again, Emily Miller, diving save, and that'll go over towards the scorer's table, out of play on the dig. Going to go to Calvert, it'll now be nine to five. Well, the timeout taken out by Crestview here in this first set of action. Calvert leading 9-5 here in this second set. And that timeout brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Player Network, online at bvhealthsystem.com. And the second set today brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials, making some pretty cool stuff and hiring now. Go to morganadvancedmaterials.com to learn more and apply again. Calvert, the four-point lead, 9-5 here in the second set of action. Calvert, a one-to-none advantage. It's uh, on set number one. By a score of 25 to 22, Lance Moore, Shosh Morgan with the classic hits. 96-7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Division for regional finals action from the Elida Fieldhouse. And winner of this one will advance to the state semifinals. It'll be next week at the Wright State Nutter Center. They will take on either Buckeye Central or Canton Central Catholic. That game won't be played until a little while later, so we won't know who the opponent will be for either of these teams, but we do know it will be one of those two teams next week down in Dayton. So we're just about ready to go following the timeout. It'll be Cecilia Palm on the serve for Calvert. They lead 9-5 here in second, the second set of action. do have one of the officials going over to talk to Coach Tammy Gregory for something on the Crestview side. 
looking down where the doors are. Are they shutting the doors because of the sun and the glare? Kind of an interesting request, considering Crestview has their backs to those doors, but whatever. You think that would bother Calvert on the other end of the court, but I guess when you're when things aren't going your way, you try to change something up. Home on the serve for Calvert. Crestview, they try the dump. Porter ready for it. Set up Emily Miller, blocked up front, but will fall on the Crestview side for another Calvert point. They now lead 10 to five here in set two. Lance, I know we've both seen tons of Calvert this year, but I'm just so impressed with their hitters today. I mean, with the big block, with the six foot three Maya Etzler, Calvert's hitters are really having their way so far. And um, we'll continue to serve. Gregory tries another dump again, Calvert ready. Backside to set up Borgio, diving attempt, but will fall on the Crestview side for another Calvert point as they continue to roll. It's now 11 to five here in the second set. And it's not just one hitter. I mean, it's five, six girls for Calvert are just actually teeing off and finding open spots so far. Um, we'll stay on the serve. Crestview near side for Figley, blocked, but sent back over now from Calvert over to Crestview. They'll try again with Figley. Dug out by Porter, but digs it out into the stand, so it'll go in favor of Crestview, cuts into their deficit. Right, Gregory now will go back and serve for Crestview. 11 to six, your score set to Calvert with the advantage. Miller on the return, they set it up for Lanachek and puts that one down for the kill that time from Caroline Lanachek adds on to the Calvert advantage. It's 12 to six here in set two. And it's a good time to remind you that all of the kills tonight brought to you by Harold from Oriana Funeral Home. Fall Story's oldest established funeral home serving the area for over 100 years. Find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fall Story. It'll be Libby Miller checking back in. She'll serve now for Calvert. Near side, Crestview will end up actually sending that one over for Figley. Bryn Meyer was able to save it. They actually didn't call it out initially. They will before it goes over and give the point to Crestview. Lee Klein now goes back to serve for Crestview. Lanachek first to return it. Set it up opposite side. Emily Miller dug out by Crestview. Set up near side, Figley blocked back over to Crestview. Now they'll get it over up front. Lanachek will hit it over. They set it up for Etzler. Diving save, but unable to get that one cleanly. Will be Allie Porter. It falls in favor of Crestview. Makes it 12 to 8 here in set two. I like the aggressiveness from Caroline Lanachek there, but it's kind of one of those looking back, you kind of wish you would just set it and get your hitters ready. Calvert sets it up backside for Lanachek. Tapped over. They'll try it with Figley, blocked again that time. Up front combination of Meyer and Lanachek on the block for Calvert. Their lead back to five, 13 to eight. That doesn't wrap up the Calvert program, nothing does. A senior and a freshman combining on a block shows how much talent is in this uh, varsity team. Schoenberger checks in for Emily Miller, goes back to serve. Crestview, they set it up for Etzler, and that'll be in on the near side corner for the kill for Crestview. And not all of their kills have been as easy as that one definitely was for Crestview. Talk about balance. Kelly Gregory, Maya Etzler, Adeline Figley, all six kills for Crestview. Figley now back to serve for Crestview. Calvert up front, Lanachek blocks back over now to Calvert. Libby Miller tries the dump and so does Callie Gregory. Now it's back to Calvert. Set up for Lanachek and Lanachek will put that down in the middle of the floor for the Calvert kill. Their lead again back to five, it's 14 to nine. We talked about Cam Shook earlier being a freshman on that state championship team. So was Carolyn Lanachek. She was, a, she was a pretty big part of it too. Had to do uh, Hillsdale to play volleyball next year. 
Try setting things up for Etzler. Now Calvert will dig that one up. Near side for Bryn Meyer. She gets that through the wall and will fall on the Crestview side for the Calvert point. Their lead extends once again now to six. Calvert's led the whole time. This set. Haven't trailed since midway through that first set when it was 12 to 11. And check on the serve for Calvert, and that'll be an ace for Caroline Lanachek as the points keep coming in favor of Calvert, 16 to nine here in set two. And looking back, you know, we've seen a lot of Caroline Lanachek. I think her serving has by far been the thing that's improved the most from her freshman year to her oh, senior. She, she, didn't, didn't, she didn't serve her freshman year, she didn't serve, <laughs> exactly. And, and now she's, it's a weapon, you know, just a big ace right there. Crestview, they set it up for Etzler, blocked that time by Shook back over to Crestview. Near side, they'll send that one over from Kreider. Calvert sets up Allie Porter, diving save from Crestview. And being a back row attack from Klein, Lanachek will dig it up. Miller near side for Meyer, right again in the middle of the floor for Crestview. Another point for Calvert, 17 to nine, they lead. And we have another timeout taken by Crestview, 17 to nine, your score, Calvert with the lead here in the second set, trying to take a two sets to none advantage here at the Aladdin Fieldhouse. Lance Morse, Josh Morgan with you, Class Kits. 96.7 WBBI online at WBBI.com. Again, your second set today brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials. Your timeouts tonight brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System. And Josh, I can uh, I can say uh, very confidently based on how we were talking uh, before this uh, match started, we weren't expecting Calvert to do what they've done thus far. They have thoroughly been the better team for most of this these, these sets so far. No, you're absolutely right. I think Calvert... You know, I don't, I don't want to say Crestview took them by surprise last year, but uh, that was kind of a stunning loss last year. And that's, that's in those minds of those seniors that are over there. They remember their seniors last year losing on this floor to this team. And you, do, you don't talk about revenge. You don't talk about redemption, but it's still in the back of your mind. They remember they what were, happened on this court last year. They, they certainly did not directly talk about it, but they certainly had the feeling of unfinished business leading up to today. Absolutely. I think, I mean, just so far what I've seen, they've just come out with, uh, you know, come out tremendously. I don't know what the right word is to describe it. They've just played so well. And, you know, we've talked about the defense digging up balls. We've talked about the hitters swinging freely. The serve is getting Crestview out of system. Great start. Lanachek will continue to serve for Calvert. Crestview sets it up for Etzler. Schoenberger digs it up. Backside, they set it up. Bryn Meyer blocks back to Calvert. Olivia Miller setting it up now for Allie Porter, far side, blocked again to Calvert. Olivia Miller tries to dump, it's dive to save, a diving attempt as well will be saved as Calvert okay. sends it back to Crestview. Up front for Etzler, Lanachek digs it up. Miller, opposite side now for Allie Porter, Klein on the dig for Crestview. Near side, Casey Gregory somehow able to get it back over, and now they'll award the point over okay. to Crestview as Paul the lift that time on Calvert. That's some tremendous defense again by Calvert to keep the point alive. A pancake save there. I think it was Schoenberger that did it. So, uh, so Gregory on the serve now for Crestview. Set it up for Meyer. But that time Etzler with the big block up front for Crestview. And that was certainly something that was a big takeaway last year. It felt like Etzler blocks everything. Yeah, I've got it for two, but that's the only two I have Crestview for so far today. You see Gregory will stay on the serve for Crestview. Schoenberg digs it up for Calvert. Opposite side, they set it up for Shook, taps over. Crestview, near side for Callie Gregory. Even more first to hit it on the return. Set up for Allie Porter. 
Tries to go cross court with it, but comes up short on that attack attempt. It'll go to Cressu. It's now 17-12. Talbot with the advantage here in set two. And you talked about what Essler did last year. You know, there's probably not a whole lot of coaches I trust more than Lori Rombach to make a, a plan from match to match against the team. Calvert will set things up for Shook, and that'll be a big kill from Cameron Shook as it hits off of the top of the wall to our rights here, as that'll go in favor of Calvert. They'll lead back to six. Again, we talked, Cam, you know, a senior here for Calvert, just remembers what it was like to walk off the score last year in a five-set loss, and you don't want to happen two years in a row, and you're anxious to get back to state, obviously. Dirksen now checks in and serves for Calvert. Crestview near side for Callie Gregory. She'll get that one through the wall for the Crestview point. It'll cut their deficit back to five. It's 18 to 13 here in the second set. Yeah, Callie Gregory with seven kills, but they've kind of contained her a little bit this set. That's one of her first big swings this set, really. Etzler now will go back and serve on the Crestview side. We'll dig it up for Calvert. Dirksen, near side for Shook. Blocks back over to Calvert, but they get it over, but they're going to give the point to Crestu as they'll again call a lift on Calvert. Back-to-back -back big swings for Callie Gregor. We just talked a second ago that she hasn't really gotten some big ones, and that's two in a row now. That's right, will stay on the serve for Crestview. Porter digs it up for Calvert. Dirksen, opposite side for Borgio. Borgio will get that one down for the Calvert kill. They'll get their lead back to five. It's 19 to 14. Man, there's just something about Bella Borgio's game. I just love six foot two freshman. Just, she's gonna be a big time player for Calvert the next three years. She probably would be this year too if there wasn't so many hitters. <laughs> so many good seniors for Calvert she would be, but. Quarter now on the serve for Calvert. I'll set it for Gregory. Turn out by Palm. They set it up for Borgio. It's blocked back to Calvert. Quarter. Well, set it up now. Dirksen actually hits it over up front. Crestview, opposite side for Callie. Gregory gets that one down for the point and kill for Crestview. Cuts her next it back to four. It's 19 to 15. See Josie Kowicki go back and serve for Crestview. Crestview crowd starting to get a little more into this one. Backside for Shook. Now Crestview will set things up for Figley near side. That'll be in for the point for Crestview. As Crestview's trying to put a little bit of a rally together. It's 19 to 16 here in this second set of action. So we'll have a timeout be taken now. As again, we score 19 to 16. Calvert in the lead. Crestview starting to get back into this one a little bit here in the second set of action. Calvert leading one to none so far and trying to close out this second set to take a two-to-none advantage. Lance Morris alongside Josh Morgan with the counter volleyball classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Not exactly how this uh, first set played out, but to have in the similar vibes, Calvert you know, was able to kind of get themselves a, a good margin ahead. Crestview now has cut into that a little bit as it's now just a three-point lead for Calvert. Yeah, that, again, we talked in the first set. That's the advantage of building that lead so that if the tide turns a little bit, you're still okay. It's, they're still up by three. Still a long way to go. You still got to win six more points to get this set and take a, a commanding lead. But, you know, hopefully this timeout will kind of calm the Senecas down a little bit and get them back in the set. Just about ready to resume here in set number two. A reminder, set number two brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials. Making some pretty cool stuff in hiring now. Go to Morgan Advanced Materials. 
Rugbyworld.com to learn more and apply. And a special thank you to all of our specialty sponsors, the Rugby Corporation, MJ Brown Construction Company, Smith Family Foods, Morgan Advanced Materials, Roto-Rooter, Harold Foray at a funeral home, and Blanchard Valley Health System. Kowicki now on the serve still for Crestview. Calvert, far side, they set up Emily Miller. That'll be in on the near side for the kill for the sophomore. Calvert's lead back to four. We talked about Emily Miller, huge night the other night against Ayersville and just coming out of swinging big again today. Sophomore, just a sophomore for Calvert. She's going to be around for a couple more years. So see Palm now goes back to serve for Calvert. Gregory tries the dump. Calvert will dig it up. Set it up up front and will go down as a kill for Atlanta. Check for Calvert. Their lead back to five. It's 21 to 16. I think Calvert's uh, obviously scouted Callie Gregory well. You have to if you want to win. And kind of knew that dump was coming, and Allie Porter was there for the diving save. Almost down the serve for Calvert. Crestview near side for Figley. And Figley will follow that one through for the Crestview kill. Cuts it up to back to four. Bigley, a huge hitter for them, just a junior for Crestview. And, and they're setting her up, and she's getting a free swing. She's putting it away just about every time. Right, Gregory now on the serve for Crestview. Almost an accidental free ball. Borgio ends up hitting it over. Crestview, near side again for Figley. Taps it over with her offhand. Saved, but no, they'll say it did end up hitting the four. Calvert couldn't completely save that one. As now it will be now a three-point advantage for Crestview as we now will have Another sub will have Katie Coleman checking in for the first time tonight. She comes in for Allie Porter. Gregory on the serve. Coleman comes in and gets the first dig. They set it up for Lana check right in front of Ellie Klein for the Calvert kill. And lead back up to four. That's something too. Obviously, Carolyn Landcheck checking in at six foot. She just gets off the ground. Man, what? And obviously, big hops and gets up over top of that ball and pushes it straight down to the ground. Not pushes. That's illegal. Hits it straight into the ground and a kill almost every time. Looking way back on the floor, she'll serve for Calvert. Crestview sets it up for Figley up front, and Figley will power that one through for the kill for Crestview. Again, cuts it down to a three-point set as Calvert leading 22 to 19. It's Ten kills for Figley here in less than two sets, so she's having a big game for the Knights. Line on the serve now for Crestview. Calvert sets it up for Lana. Check. She'll get that one through the wall for another point and kill for Calvert. It's now 23 to 19 here in the second set. Lance, I look almost exactly like the same point a couple points ago, just a little bit closer down here to the number one referee. Just gets on top of that ball and goes straight down, and it's hard to defend. Schoenberger will check in for Emily Nord. Goes back to serve. Allie Porter also back on the floor for Katie Coleman. Crestview sets it up up front for Etzler. Will be blocked back over to Calvert. Almost end up opposite side for Allie Porter. And that one will fall in favor of Calvert as the Seneca is now one point away from taking the second set. Big play there by Allie Porter. Got, I don't want to say she got benched, but she went to the bench in favor of Coleman and comes right back on. Doesn't let her bother her. And big kill. Schoenberger now to serve again for Calvert. Crestview. Set it up for Figley, she'll hit it over. Palm on the return for Calvert. Miller up front for Lanachek. Figley digs it up, Klein. Other side for Figley, lightly hit over. Miller will save it. Can Schoenberger send it over for the free ball? Yes, she can. Crestview up front for Etzler, blocked and will fall on the Calvert side for the Crestview points, 24 to 20. Figley will go back and serve now for Crestview. Schoenberger digs it up. 
Near side for Lanachek. Dug out by Figley again for Crestview. They'll set it up for Gregory. Blocks back over to Crestview. They'll try again a back row attack now from Figley. Libby Miller on the dig. Palm near side for Bryn Meyer. And the freshman will finish off set number two for the Senecas. They take set number two, 25 to 20. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. We'll come back to start set number three from the Atlanta Fieldhouse. You're listening to Calvert Volleyball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Fostoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. Getting ready to start the third set of action from the Elida Fieldhouse. Calvert, two sets to none, advantage through two. They won set one 25-22 and set two 25-20. Looking to finish this one off and punch their ticket down to Dayton to the state final four to take on either Buckeye Central or Canton Central Catholic next Friday. In Dayton, Lance Morris alongside Josh Morgan here from the Elida Fieldhouse Division Four Regional Finals on Classic It's 96.7 WBVI. Online for WBVI. Dot com as we're just about ready to get this uh, third set underway and one of the things that uh, we talked about actually before uh, before we got rowing is there, there is a notable person not here on the Calvert yeah. side one of their assistant coaches who we, we knew was very pregnant uh, said to you said on Thursday Thursday was going to be her last uh, last match and that is because she went and had her baby yeah congratulations to Amy Chalfin uh, or Amy Goshi I guess and uh, having her baby yeah it was kind of planned and as far as I know, a little baby boy that's, born. That's planned, but like, come on, <laughs> just maybe I don't know. Either either plan the pregnancy a little differently. I'm speaking obviously very facetiously. But just you knew yeah. that it was going to be at the end of volleyball season. Yeah, she. I know. Knowing her, I mean, she used to be a Lakota coach. I was, she probably wanted to wait another week, but 
Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do, and we're ready to go to start off this third set of action. Crestview will get the first point as it'll be a service error against Calvert. Figley now back to serve for Crestview. Calvert backside, setting it up. Lanichek dug out by Gregory. Set it up for Figley back row attack. And that'll be in near the back line for the point and kill for Crestview. They now lead 2 to nothing. Calvert got off to a big start there in the second set. Actually went wire to wire with the lead, which is surprising to say that out loud, but kind of a slow start here early. Porter will dig that up now for Calvert. They'll send it up for Bryn Meyer. That'll be a little strong from the freshman that time for the attack air. It'll be now 3 0 in favor of Crestview. Bigley will stay on the serve for Crestview. Palm digs it up. Backside, they send it up Lanichek. Final dig it up for Crestview. They send it up for Etzler and unable to be saved by Olivia Miller. So it'll fall in favor of Crestview. Just like that, Crestview now leading this third set 4 0. For Calvert, I mean, obviously four nothing. It's nothing to blink about, but you don't want to you don't want this to turn into nine to one or ten to one, something like that. We'll stay on the serve for Crestview. Calvert sets it up for Lanichek, walks back over to Calvert. Almost setting the near side for Emily Miller, but again by Crestview. Near side for Gregory. Palm will dig it up. Up front for Lanichek. She angles that one through. Crestview able to dig it up though. They try again, and it's blocked back over to Crestview and will fall on the Crestview side for Calvert's first point in the third set. Not putting the car before the horses here, but Calvert is pretty much unbeatable when they have a 2-0 lead under Lori Rombach. I'm not sure the exact record, but it's probably something in zero. Schoenberger back to serve now for Calvert. Crestview somehow, Etzler was able to get that one through the wall. Almost looked like she might have missed time to jump, but was still able to get that one through for the point. Yeah, initially it was ruled no touch, and then referee one overruled the line judge. And ends up going to, to uh, Crestview. Now Casey Gregory back to serve for Crestview. Set up opposite side, Bryn Meyer, and she'll get that one down for the Calvert point as they'll cut into the opposite now down by three. Talk about how Lanichek gets up and over the ball. I mean, Bryn Meyer's exactly the same. She's actually taller than Carolyn and three years younger, so get up over top of that ball and push it straight down. Lanichek now back to serve for Calvert. Gregory gets that one through. Calvert near side for Shook. Blocked back over to Calvert. Miller able to get it over now to Crestview for the free ball. Near side set up for Callie Gregory again. That'll be out. Yes, it will be out, says the line judge, and will fall in favor of Calvert. Their deficit now down to two. It's five to three. Check will stay on the serve for Calvert. Final dig it up for Crestview. Near side for Callie Gregory. Diving save from Lanichek. Ends up being an attack from Schoenberger. Will be dug out by Crestview. Near side will try for Gregory again. This time Gregory will get that one through for the Crestview kill. Their lead back to three. Etzler back to serve now for Crestview. They lead 6-3 here in the third set of action. Porter digs it up for Calvert. There, far side for Shook, but Shook's attack will hit the antenna for the Crestview point. This four-point lead is the biggest one Crestview's had the whole match, obviously. Uh, up by two early in the first set and never led in the second set. So see if Calvert can kind of put something together here and get back in the set. 
Stowe will continue to serve for Crestview. They'll send it up for Shook, opposite side. And that will be last touched by Crestview. That'll be a point for Calvert on the attack from Cameron Shook. Bryn Meyer check out, Bryn Dirks and Bella Borgio checking in now for Calvert. Dirks and the freshman will go back and serve now for Calvert. That's on into the net for the service error. Point of possession right back over to Crestview. They lead eight to four here in set three. Calvert with a little more depth today too. I mean, they're rotating 10 girls pretty, pretty frequently and Crestview is maybe too deep on the bench for eight total girls, so. Helps you stay a little fresher too when you got more healthy bodies and good players. Calvert sets it up for Shook, blocks back over now to Calvert. So they'll try again this time for Borgio, dug out by Klein on a hard hit. And the other side they try Figley, that'll be in on the back line for the Crestview point as their lead now up to five, their largest of the day. Crestview's fans starting to again get a little more into this one. Kalicki now back to serve for Crestview. Calvert, far side for Borgio, and the freshman will hit that one down for the kill for Calvert, cuts it up, sit back to four. And it's something worth noting when you talk about the depth of this overall team. Borgio was mostly playing JV this year. Yes. Dirksen split time between JV and, and varsity. I mean, it just goes to show the depth again Calvert has. Ready to go here again. It'll be blocked that time. Back over to Crestview. They're somehow able to save it. And then Pollen tries to range over to it and cannot cleanly dig that one up. So it'll be another point for Crestview. And now lead 10 to 5 here in the third set. I think Calvert celebrated that point just a little too early. Thought the block was down and Crestview keeps it alive and finds the corner of the net or corner of the floor. Gregory now on the serve for Crestview. Calvert, far side, Emily Miller. That one will fall in favor of the sophomore, Emily Miller, for the point and kill for Calvert. Yeah, what you said earlier about the depth, you're absolutely right. I mean, as far as I understand, this freshman, there's four, five, six girls that play national. It's just hard to break into the lineup when you got five seniors in a program like this, but man, the future is bright. Paul now on the serve for Calvert. Big lead, blocks back over now. A little joust at the net, now it's on the Crestview side. Gregory will hit that one over. Coleman saves it. Dirksen able to hit it over up front now to Crestview. They'll try again from Figley, but her off-handed hit won't get over the net for the attack error. Another point for Calvert. They now trail 10 to 7 here in the third set. Crestview definitely uh, angling towards the corner of the floor. A slice that Calvert almost got caught. They got a lucky break by digging that one, but kind of an opening I think the, the Knights are seeing over there. Palm stays on the serve for Calvert. Press you up front from Figley. Blocked that time. Up front combination of Lanachek and Borgio up front for Calvert. My favorite senior freshman duo. And I would think just knowing Carolyn Lanachek, I'm sure she's taking Bella under her wings. That's just, that's something Carolyn would do. High quality, high, very good, nice kind of lady. Palm will stay on the serve for Calvert. Crestview near side, set it up for Gregory as they try to go cross court with it as Miller accidentally free balls it over on the return and was a little too strong with it even though it was an awkward setup that time. It falls in favor of Crestview, their lead back to three. It's 11 to eight. They'll recline the Crestview Libero now back to serve for the Knights. 
Hamlin will dig that one up for Calver. They set it up near side. Borgio will it be saved by Crestview. It will, but will go out of play on the far side as that was one of the higher arcing shots we've seen today. <laughs> well, for a second, I didn't think it was coming back down. It just kept going up. And we Extremely high ceiling here, so a lot of room to play up there, but. Basically the anti-Calvert gymnasium. Oh gosh, Calvert's gym's probably like half this high at least. Evan Miller now on the serve for Calvert. They set it up for Figley, Miller on the return. They set it up now, Bryn Meyer. Will be tipped and will fall in anyway. On the back line for another kill for the freshman, Bryn Meyer. Calvert cuts the deficit back down now to one. She's another one of those, again, I'm sure Players like Carolyn Lanachek and Cam Shook have just taken these freshmen under their wings, and that's part of the development of a program, too. Calvert sets it up, or they set it up for Etzler, rather, on the Crestview side. She'll navigate that one through for the Crestview point. Their lead back to two, it's 12 to 10 here in the set, third set. Calvert's hanging around, you know, they haven't, again, haven't led in the set, kind of like the first set. We on the serve for Crestview. Calvert, they set it up for Bryn Meyer, and Attack will go a little too strong on the far side of the floor as it'll go in favor of Crestview. They're leading out to three. Saw between sets two, New Bremen went up two nothing on Fort Loramie. Calvert setting up far side for Meyer. Somehow Crestview's gonna get that one over on the free. Set it up for Landacek. Save it up front now. Locks back over to Crestview. Line now, far side, sets up back row attack from Gregory. Miller will dig it up, but digs it out of play as Meyer was trying to save that one, but ran out of real estate. Adds on the lead for Crestview, it's now 14 to 10. Figley will stay on the serve for Crestview. Palm digs that one up. Coleman ends up setting it up for Lanishak, has to send it over to Crestview for the free. Gregory up front for Etzler. Miller first to hit it on the return. Lanachek ends nice. up painting the corner that time on the attack. Cuts down the deficit for Calver back to three. Lanachek says anything you can do, I can do better. I can find the back corner in front of the line judge as well. Coleman checks out as does Emily Miller for Calver. Allie Porter along with Chris Schoenberger in as Schoenberger back to serve. You somehow able to save that one from being an ace. They set it up now for Lanachek. And Lanachek hits it right back where it came from for the point. They, no, they're going to give the point to Crestview. I guess they're going to say it did not clear the net before the attack from Lanachek. It's a tough one. That's just Lanachek trying to make an aggressive play. And Coach Lori Rombach's kind of peeling her case, but kind of has to put a smile on her face and return to the bench. Lisa Gregory now serving for Crestview. Accidental free ball back over to Crestview. Now on the Calvert side. Paul ends up sending it over to Crestview for the free ball. They set it up for Gregory, but they'll call a double hit now against Crestview. That'll cut down the Calvert deficit. It's 15 to 12. They trail by three here in the third set. And the check now back to serve for Calvert. And we'll dig it up for Crestview. Far side, they set it up for Etzler. Lanachek digs it up. Miller, opposite side for Porter. Blocks back over to Calvert. We'll try again now backside for Bryn Meyer. And that one will fall in the favor of another kill for the freshman Bryn Meyer. Calvert's deficit now down to two. You know, Bryn Meyer gets the credit for the kill, but I think the play of that point was the dig by Carolyn Lanachek. Again, 
didn't really play the defense as a freshman. She's evolved as a great defensive player too. Freshman now sets it up opposite side for Etzler. Schoenberger on the dig. Set it up now for Meyer. Blocks back over to Calvert and blocks per perfectly as it goes where nobody was for Calvert. Cressier's lead back to three at 16 to 13. First block of the day for Callie Gregory. Again, I only have Cressier uh, for three blocks today. You know, three blocks and we're two and a half sets into this match. Right, Etzler now will go back and serve on the Crestview side. Corner digs it up. Calvert sets it up for Shook, and that one will get through the wall up front for the Calvert kill for the senior Cameron Shook. You know, at this point of the set, you can't trade points with Crestview. Calvert's got to put a run together here like they did in the first two sets. You know, if they want to win this set and get out of here in three. Bridget Miller and Bryn Meyer check out. Bryn Dirksen will check in now for Calvert. Up front, they set it up for Callie Gregory. She'll get that one through for the Crestview Blinker. Lead now up to three at 17 to 14. 12 kills for Callie Gregory today, 12 kills for Adeline Figley, and 10 for Maya Etzler. So that's 34 kills right there, just between the three of them. Jujikowicki now back to serve on the Crestview side. Corner digs that one up. Set it for Borgio far side. Klein digs it up for Crestview. Other side will try it for Figley. Blocks back over to Crestview. They're able to save it. They'll try again with Figley. Andrew digs it up. They set it up up front for Borgio. Now hit back over to Calvert. Bergson sets it up for Allie Porter. Dug out now by Casey Gregory, but they will call a net violation as it will go against Crestview for the Calvert point. Back in the floor, coming in for Claire Schoenberger for Calvert. Calvert trailing 17 to 15. Allie Porter now back to serve. Gregory tried to save it, ran out of room. That will fall in favor of Calvert. Their lead, or their deficit rather, down to one. And we'll take the timeout. Does Crestview here in this third set as Calvert has got the deficit all the way down to one at 17 to 16 here in the third set of action. And Today's third set brought to you by Roto River. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. And away it go troubles down the drain. 17-16 your score. Calvert trailing Crestview here into the third set. But have rallied now to get this down to just a one-point deficit division for regional finals from the Elida Fieldhouse. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan with you. Classic at 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And uh, like we've said, Calvert... Thoroughly, basically thoroughly dominated with the first two sets. They've now kind of charged back after Crestview was able to get as big of a as as big a lead as five in that thir the third set so far. Yeah, again, like we said, you, you're gonna you're gonna need a run here. You're not gonna trade points with them and come out of here victorious. So even in something like a four to one, five to one kind of run, especially this late in the set, they'll probably win it for Calvert. We're just about ready to go. Following the timeout, Allie Porter will stay on the serve for Calvert. Trailing by one, 17-16 here into the third set. Trying to finish this one off here in straight sets are the Senecas. Crestview, they set it up near side for Figley. So now the call looks like a net violation against Calvert. Gregory now will go back and serve on the Crestview side. Katie Coleman now checking in for Allie Porter as well for Calvert. Coleman will get the dig on the return. Far side for Emily Miller, somehow saved, but won't be able to do anything after the big save 
on the Crestview side. It'll be another point for Cal. The deficit again back to one. Kind of hanging around like they did in the first set within one. And if you can get three or four points in a row, get a couple of serves in a row, and just kind of get in the lead and kind of go from there. So Palm now back to serve for Calvert. Gregory sets it up for Figley on the Calvert side. Yep. And now they're going to call him, it looks like a net violation against Crestview. Handful of net violations here in the last few points against both teams. Yeah. That's the first time we've been tied since the set started. If you want to call 0-0 tie, but it's the first Te time technically, Cal technically speaking. It <laughs> it's the first time Calvert has not trailed this set. How about that? There you go. Bomb will stay on the serve for Calvert. Crestview sets it up. Near side for Gregory. She tries to go cross court with it. Calvert ready. Set it up for Borgio. Borgio will find back line for the Calvert kill. Just like that. Calvert taking the lead here in the third set. Freshman. Scary. <laughs> Calvert first lead of the set. And that's all eerily similar to set one. It's a little bit later in the set. Bomb sticks on the serve for Calvert. Fine digs it up now for Crestview. They set it up for Figley. Lightly hit over. Berkson, far side for Miller, but a bit of an errant setup that time as Miller didn't have enough room to really get to that one as it'll fall in favor of Crestview. Ties it back up now at 19. Yeah, bad set there. Just She was lined up to hit it, but too close to the net, kind of out of the position. And we're tied, though. Fine, now we'll go back to serve for Crestview. Calvert, back side, they set it up for Borgio, and that is in Ooh. on the back line for another kill for Boy. Bella Borgio. Calvert retakes the lead. Crestview fans, none too happy. Line judge, that flag was going up and change of heart or her eyes focused on what she thought was correct. And at the end of the day, the point goes to Calvert and Calvert's back in the lead. More checks in. She'll go back and serve now for Calvert. Out of the system. Gregory tries to get it over, blocks that time. Little joust at the net still on the Crestview side. They'll now finally send it over. Miller, opposite side for Emily Miller. Accidental free ball, Lana check, hits that one with power. Can Crestview somehow save it? No, they cannot. That one will fall in favor of Calvert as they add on now to their lead. It's 21-19 here in the third set. I'm not going to lie, Lance. That might be the hardest I've seen Carolyn Lanachek hit a ball not only today for the season. Which is just saying a, something. Yeah, just a chance to take momentum. Crestview now will take another timeout. Calvert a 21-19 lead. The Seneca's looking to finish this one off here in straight sets, punch their ticket down to Dayton for the state semifinals next Friday night. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan with the class tickets 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And like we said, Josh, you know, this was a set most of the way. Crestview had a little bit of a lead, got a lead as much as five. Calvert slowly comes back, and now Calvert has the two-point advantage, and they're starting to starting to see things into the future now and trying to finish this one off. Yeah, we talked. Both of us talked a couple times about the runs. It's a seven to two run for Calvert. Crestview led seventeen to fourteen after a kill by Callie Gregory, and it's kind of been a big spurt here by Calvert, which they've done and they can do. We know how good of a team Calvert is to put those runs together, and when they needed it the most in this set and throughout today, they've gotten it. There you go, following the timeout, it'll be Olivia Miller on the serve for Calvert. They lead 21 to 19 here in the third set, trying to finish this one off in straight sets. Fine digs it up for Crestview. They set it up for Etzler. Etzler will get that one down for the Crestview kill. Cut the deficit down to one. And a 
Kreider now will check back in for Crestview, coming in for Josie Kowicki. Bigley now back to serve for Crestview. Palm will dig it up. Miller, far side for Bryn Meyer. Hello. And Bryn Meyer, another powerful kill from the freshman. Calvert back up by two, 22 to 20. So have Katie Coleman will check out. Allie Porter will check in now for the Senecas. Both line judges coming to referee one here. And now I think uh, I think it's supposed to be actually Emily Miller now technically on the serve, I believe. That's interesting. But typ typically this is where Claire Schoenberger checks in. Yeah, the line judges are the ones talking to referee one, which is kind of a, an odd thing here. So it looks like Emily Miller will get to serve as she has served sporadically throughout the year, it appears. But we do have a couple of line judges coming to talk to the head official. So now each team will try and uh, regroup and see what to make of this. Talk to Callie Gregory from Crestview too. And Carolyn Lanichek comes over as the captain on the floor for Calvert. Kind of an awkward time to do it here. Late in the third set, Calvert three points away from winning the match, but Obviously drew enough attention from the from the officials to stop playing. See what's going on Calvert, here. Calvert got that last point, right? Yeah, I thought it was a clear Bren Meyer kill, but now now we're back to 21 all. Just because just because it looks like Figley, yeah, because Figley was about to serve, so they, I don't know what the belated call was, but now we're tied at 20 once. Yeah. They obviously don't know I write and pen here either. Referee two talking to Lori Rombach now. It's almost like something was out of system. And Unless Calvert had a sub error? Yeah. I guess I get to ask Lori about it after the match regardless. This could be big. You went from three points away to we're tied all of a sudden. Yeah. Lori Rombach's basically telling her team to shake it off and just keep playing the way they've played all day today. Now we're tied 21 apiece rather than it being at 22 to 20. Here Calvert used it as fuel, used it as motivation. Oh, Pigley's <laughs> serve goes into the net. Can we say that's a situation of ball don't lie? I, I, I typically I, save that for basketball, I'm, but I feel that applies here. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of that. But <laughs> I usually don't say it. That's ball don't lie. <laughs> I guess ball don't lie means Calvert wins this point and goes back up by two. Then we're all even, I guess. But so now Emily Wheeler will in fact serve. I think they were trying to say let it go, but Crestview did not let it go. I think it was going to be in too, Lance. And Meyer trying to get that one through. Figley digs it up for Crestview as they'll put it over. Emily Moore first to hit it on the return. They set it up for Lanachek. Dug out by Klein. Another back row attack this time from Figley. Dug out by Miller. And somehow oh. Callie Gregory gets that one back over to Calvert. They set it up for Allie Porter. Lightly tapped. Gregory on the return. Set up with a back row attack for Callie Gregory. Dug out by Olivia Miller. Accidentally free balled it over to Crestview. They set it up up front for Etzler, but blocked by Lanachek and Meyer. A big block from the Senecas. Backing out to a two-point advantage, 23-21. All right, now we'll go ball don't lie. We're back to a two-point lead for cover. Olivia Miller will stay on the serve. Has not served often this year, but will continue to serve here now with Calvert up by two. 
Hetzler blocked again by Lanachek and Meyer. Calvert one point away from taking this one. Sophomore Emily Miller will stay on the serve for Calvert. Bigley digging it up. Crestview up front for Etzler. First to hit is Olivia Miller. Far side to set it up for Allie Porter. Dug out by Klein. Gregory up front for Etzler. Diving save from Emily Miller, but it'll go too strong. Point will go to Crestview. Keeps this third set going. It's 24-22. You know, being on the other end of the of a serve on match points, not the worst thing. Get a good serve, receive, get it to your setter, and let those hitters line up and knock one down. And Schoenberger checking in for Emily Miller going into the back row. Lisa Gregory on the serve for Crestview. Calvert setting up opposite side for Bryn Meyer. And the freshman has done it. Calvert punches their ticket to Dayton. They take it in straight sets over Crestview. Wow, wow, wow. What a performance by the Senecas today. Calvert wins set number three, 25 to 22. They take it in straight sets today over Crestview. They'll be playing next Friday night in the state semifinals down in Dayton. Impressive from what, start to finish. What did we say before the match and what did we lead it off with? That we were going to be here a long time and we're looking at an hour and 20 minutes. We're out of here. And what did we also say? Whoever, if someone does oh, take it in yes. straight sets, they now might become the favorite here in this, uh, in this, in this, and now the state, as we're about to be in the state portion. You're without a doubt, but New Bremen was up 2 nothing on Forlore. I mean, that which might would be, be a, a big win of their own, I mean, obviously. We might be on a collision course for an absolute dandy. You don't want to put the cart before the horses for either team, if, especially if New Bremen finishes off Forlore today. But, man, that would be a tremendous potential state championship match next Saturday night at Wright State University. With that, we'll go ahead and set aside for a quick timeout, then we'll come back and talk some more here again. Calvert wins in straight sets over Crestview, taking set 3, 25-22. You've been listening to Calvert Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you and her and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. It's cash for cars at Warner Economy Corner in Findlay. Not much has changed with the shortage of good quality used cars, but Warner Economy Corner is looking to buy. At the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, Warner Economy Corner is paying cash for cars. Bring your vehicle down to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and go home with cash in hand. Warner Economy Corner is buying cars and making deals. Open daily Monday through Friday. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here 
for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District now has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Watersheds are located off of Plaza Drive on the north end of town and our newest location near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Just bring your own containers and fill up for a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For all locations, go to nwwsd.org. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. They're huge. They're juicy. I'm talking about the delicious hot dogs and hamburgers from Smith's Family Foods that can't be beat for grilling up some tailgating fun for our local football games. Smith Family Foods specializes in fresh cut meats, Granny Smith deli salads, frozen chicken breasts, seafood, and appetizers. You can't forget Fritz's delicious secret recipe bratwurst. Smith's Family Foods Wholesale Outlet is located at 1773 West County Road 54 by the Seneca County Fairgrounds. And Seneca Sioux says, go Calvert Seneca's. Back we are from the Elida Fieldhouse to our site for today's action-packed regional final here between Calvert and Crestview. Calvert able to win in straight sets today over Crestview. A little bit of revenge from last year when Crestview ended Calvert's season right here at the Elida Fieldhouse. Lance Morris, Josh Morgan with you. Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI online. Through WBBI.com, we're currently hearing Calvert to get to their regional title medals and they'll get the regional trophy here in just a moment but whew, what a what a performance from Calvert we were talking off air you know do we have a player of the game or anything we don't have a sponsored player of the game at least for today but it's like who, who do you give it to every I seem like everybody basically everybody that came in played very very well I mean Katie Coleman didn't have to do a whole lot made a handful of digs when she yep. checked in Allie Porter had kills you know, Borgio had kills. Dirksen did great serving and setting. As we'll have Calvert currently getting their uh, regional title trophy as they go and do a little bit of a rugby scrum type deal up uh, no to celebrate. Injuries, exactly. No and I mean, it's like everybody played well. I mean, obviously nobody was perfect today, but as as far as a regional title match. You can say this still, 
Calvert has not lost a set to a Division Four team this year. Everything yeah. was the St. Ursula and Magnificat earlier in October. No, they're definitely on a different level this year, and we'll see what next weekend holds, but just a naturally dominating performance. I mean, if you would have given me $100 to bet on the game, I wouldn't have picked either team to win in three. There's, there's no way. I mean, we talked way before we went on the air that we could be here a couple hours. We'd be here four or five sets, well, two, two I mean, and a half hours. Last year it went five sets. It did. <laughs> and again, you know, like I said, it's just... You're right. You're spot on. I mean, uh, one of the players, one of the 10 that stood out to me, <laughs> I thought Bryn Meyer played tremendous today. Absolutely. As a freshman, this is the first time she's ever played in a regional final. You know, she played the other night in a regional semifinal. That's just a little different. This match is obviously magnified a little bit more with the chance to go to state. And she just came in. I didn't, I don't have their final numbers, but she came in and just had some huge hits. She closed out sets, I think it was sets two and three with kills. Yep. Uh, including the match winner for, to send them back to state. So, incredible performance I and mean, we talked about how how talented and deep this team is that it's it's freshman ending two out of the three sets for Calvert you know that should put a scare into the rest of Northwest Ohio and you know they'll they'll definitely be headed down to state next week definitely the favorite in their state semifinal whether it's Buckeye Central or Canton Central Catholic and you know potentially uh, play for a state title next weekend but you know they're going to enjoy this one for the rest of the night and you know get up tomorrow and probably get to work on figure out who they're playing and Lori will put a good game plan together for whoever that is and head down to Dayton next week and see what happens. And they'll be taking on either Buckeye Central, so could have another local opponent, or it'll be Canton Central Catholic, a very non-local opponent. <laughs> so we uh, won't know exactly who that will be. Uh, as far as the next opponent for Calvert, we were looking to see if we could get a final for the New Bremen-Fort Loramie game. Of course, uh, Fort Loramie then wins set three after New yep. Bremen won the first two. So, so we're, we're, we're not going to have an idea of that until a little later on as well. So, and those are, of course, obviously a lot of the teams to look forward to in this, uh, in the, as we transition now from the regional into the state level. As we got some confetti, be, confetti being popped as well. So, all of the celebrations uh, have officially now started for Calvert if they weren't already. Yeah, tremendous. Uh, you know, we talked about. You don't want to put, again, I keep using you don't want to put the cart before the horses or any disrespect to any other teams, but it very much felt like Calvert, Crestview, and Fort Loramie and New Bremen are the four best teams in Division Four this year. And unfortunately, two of them won't make it to state. You know, that would be an ideal Final Four if you could redraw the brackets. But, um, you know, again, Lori's not going to tell this to her team, but perhaps it was a de facto state semifinal today. Um, if you feel like you're one of the four best, uh, you know, and, Next Friday won't be easy. Buckeye Central's playing tremendous. I've seen them the last couple of matches, and Can Central Catholic's tremendous too, and they'll, they'll battle it out later tonight. But, you know, this this was a huge one for Calvert, obviously. To, after Crestview knocked them out in five sets last year and ended the season, and, um, you know, they're back into it, and they're going to head down to Dayton. And again, they haven't played at the right state, at right state since 2018, which is crazy to say, but... It's going to be actually a new experience for most of these girls. You know, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, State. unless they were, I mean, they could have, you know, been there as, you know, like middle schoolers at that point. But yeah. it's been a while since they've been to the state level, at least at Wright State, like you said, because they were there in 2020, but everything was at Vandalia Butler that year. It was a nice venue. Don't get me wrong. It was great to be down there. But yeah. Wright State, obviously a little bigger venue, if nothing else to uh, go into an atmosphere of so different different definitely different uh things to look forward to and it, like we said will be the first time they've been there since 2018 so it's uh, it's been a while uh, since they were able to do it uh in that uh in that format and we'll be uh very excited and very interested to see what uh 
what that brings for Calvert next week. Yeah, and then, you know, you talk about these seniors, you know, they were on that fresh, or on that 2020 team that won the title, and, you know, I'm sure it's been a goal since winning that one to win another one. Once you win one, you want to win two or three or even four if it's, if it, everything goes your way, but they're going to get the chance next weekend to uh, cap their careers, book in their careers, starting as freshmen to win a title and a chance as seniors to go out with a title. So uh, just, again, I said it a few times, just a tremendous performance by Calvert today. You know, we talked about them going at least 10 deep, maybe even 11 deep, and it seemed like every single girl did exactly what Coach Rombach asked her to do today, um, and then probably a little bit more after that. So uh, just tremendous hitting day today. I think their hitting percentage was pretty high. Didn't seem like a ton of errors for Calvert today. I mean, you're never going to play perfect volleyball, but just came out and took care of business and, you know, get out of here in three, you know. Crestview had the lead late in set three. You know, they get a little momentum winning that set. You go to set four, maybe things get a little funky, but to get out of here in three was just tremendous. Well, and uh, obviously we are continuing to talk so we can hopefully talk to Lori Ron back here at some point. But you can probably speak to this a little better than me just because of being in the area a little bit longer than I have. Lori took over in 2018. And now Calvert Volleyball was not bad before no, them by any stretch. Absolutely not. They won the league before she took they over. They won actually. the league before she took over, actually. But what can you say from your perspective seeing the change from because 2018 was her first year as the varsity coach at Calvert they went all the way and won a state title and since then six regional appearances now you're going to state for the third time in those six years so now half of the time you have gotten to at the very least you've gotten to the state semi stage I mean and already now 152 I believe now yeah. career wins because she got her uh, 150th in the district title win I mean it just goes to show yeah, the talent has to be there, but you have to obviously coach up that talent, and we've very clearly seen Lori Rombach do just that. Absolutely. To speak, I think it's 152 and 12 now, 152 and 13 now. Um, you know, and I joked earlier in and the And a match, handful of those are to, like, Division One and Two teams. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they play at the Norwalk Invitational every year, and you get a big school, uh, Bishop Hartley or something like that, but it's just been tremendous. You know, that's obviously an average of 25 wins plus a year. Uh, you know, heading down and potentially compete for your third state title in six years. So uh, just tremendous. And it's a program, again, it's top to bottom. You know, the seventh and eighth grade, I think both went undefeated this year. I think eighth grade lost two sets and seventh grade didn't lose a set. Freshmen were undefeated this year, didn't lose a set. JV was undefeated, I think lost one or two sets this year. Say, I think so, they lost two yeah. or three. Yeah, they lost, I think they lost. Because they lost one Columbia, to St. Ursula. Columbia in the night we They were lost there. one to Columbia. I think they might have lost one to Magnificat as well. Division one schools. All three of those yeah. are Division one schools. Um, so it's just, you know, she's absolutely built something here that's not going away anytime soon, you know. You know, we talked today, the freshmen out here are getting kills. I mean, these girls are going to be the stars of the team next year. The Bella Borgios, the Bryn Myers, the Bryn Dirksen, you know, it's just... It's just tremendous what Lori has done in this program has become so quickly uh, with her at the helm. It's just it's just an incredible run, and, you know, it's not, again, it's not going away anytime soon. Which, again, worth noting, we talked about it during the broadcast, but is worth reiterating. Bryn Meyer has played just varsity all year. She's been kind of the one exception. But Bryn Dirksen, Bella Borgio, Katie Coleman, and the other freshmen that are on this varsity team but have not had a lot of time at the varsity level all played primarily or split time between JV and it wasn't until really October was around when some of those players transitioned away from being primarily JV players to being pure varsity players at the latter half of the year and you know just 
to get them, I guess, the little extra seasoning they needed to become players at the varsity level to be as effective as they are. I mean, it just goes to show the way that you can have players develop from the start of the year to now where they changed, they had to change and adapt to win the St. Ursula game. Absolutely. That, that much is very clear. And in part of that, it showed they can do that if they needed to. But since then, it's been the whole 6-2 offense since then. They kind of went back to the 5-1 in that St. Ursula game, you know, for the latter sets. But aside from that, it's been 6-2. It's been essentially pure domination aside from those two games against Division One schools. They've won in straight sets since then. Yeah, and, you know, she, when we were getting, leading up to that, her and I talked, I think, after the Hopewell match, just, you know, they put those teams on the schedule where they do for a reason. You know, in the last two weeks of the year, they played Division One St. Ursula, who was playing for a regional title today, like you said. They played Division One Magnificat, who's, I believe, the defending state champions in Division One. I think they, they won it two years ago. They were runner-ups last okay. year. And then they but played. still. Yeah, <laughs> high quality. Yes. And then they played Division Two Liberty Benton, who state champions a couple years ago, regional made, team made, last made it, year. Made it to district finals district this year. District final this year, just ran into a really good team. So, you know, those, you know, she doesn't get a whole lot of non-leagues with double round robin in the SBC, but... Man, she she prepares her team well by playing those. You know, you think about college basketball, all these early season invitationals and the Champions Classic. It's like you play a team in November, what's that going to do for you in March? But you get Calvert, who plays St. Ursula, Magnificat, and Liberty Bend in the last two weeks of the year. Man, that, that's going to test you. And I'm sure they learned something from each one of those matches, including the loss to Magnificat. They lost to Magnificat, you know, and they've bounced back. And like you said, I don't think they've lost a set since that day, so... They've just been absolutely dominant trucking teams, and you know they're just on a completely different level this year, and just tremendous performance today. I know I keep saying that, but I'm just as, as you know, you and I have seen them a ton this year, and it's just it's by far the best I've seen them play. You know, even St. Ursula was a struggle that night, but today they were just utterly dominant, pretty much from start to final ball. Again, Calvert winning in straight sets today to win the regional title here today again 25 22 was your score in the third set of action they were able to win set one 25 22 and set two 25 to 20 so that's what we saw from this calvert squad we're gonna go ahead step aside for a quick timeout hopefully we were able to get Roy around back up here to talk and interview here on classic it's 96 7 wbvi Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. 
All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. You are here from the Elida Fieldhouse, your site for today's action here on Classicus 96.7 WBVI. The Tiffin Calvert Senecas come away a straight set victory over Crestview. Punch their ticket to the state final four. They will take on a Buckeye Central or Canton Central Catholic. They'll play a little later on tonight. Now we finally have Lori Ron back here to talk, the head coach of the Tiffin Calvert volleyball team. And Lori, congratulations. What was uh, what was it like getting uh, getting the win today? Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You know what? It, it, it feels great. I mean, I, I'm so happy for this team. I'm so happy for the girls to get the opportunity to play um, down in Dayton. You know, the girls, when we went in 2020, it was COVID year, and um, it was not at Dayton. It was not at Wright State. So to get this opportunity, I'm just so happy for them. And obviously, Josh and I were talking before the game. We were like, settle in. It's probably going to be a long night. It's going to, we, we expected it to go four or five, and if they are able to come away in straight sets, whether it was you guys or Crestview, look out. And that's exactly what you guys were able to do. I didn't anticipate the three sets. I really didn't. Um, I thought it was going to be a five-set battle. We had a plan, you know, to try to get some subs in to, um, you know, keep some of the girls' legs fresh to make it the battle. Uh, and, you know, we were just, we were hitting on all cylinders. I mean, our, our freshmen stepped up tonight. Our block was amazing. We served well. We passed well. And, you know, it. That, I think that's the reason why it went three sets. We, we, we finally are playing and peaking right when we should be. What was the issue late, later in the third set? You guys went up 22 to 20, and then they stopped and talked to both of you guys for what felt like forever. What, what was the issue there? The line judge on our side of the court said that uh, Bryn Myers hit from the outside, hit the antenna. So that then is out of bounds, so the point would go to them. Um, I, I actually said to him, are you sure it wasn't the wind? Because it was a pretty fast <laughs> hit. But he didn't appreciate that too much. <laughs> but it came away. It, it was okay. You guys were able to rally from that and uh, then still get the win. But, Joshua, go ahead. Uh, what you got for Lori? Coach, just talk about the runs. I mean, in the first set, you, you didn't lead till about halfway through, and you got a run together. The second set, you led start to finish. Third set, it was a late run. Just 
it's hard to get a run like a team like this, but you did it all three sets, and it really helped you to all three set wins. Yeah, it's a great observation. That's exactly the way you know that I we were observing that too. I mean, I think it is a testament to our five seniors just had their heads on straight, and we were just dialed in. We were working in short increments. You know, let's be the first to five. All right, let's be the first to ten. Let's be the first to fifteen. And you know, they trusted each other. We talked all week at practice about. You know, we have to start playing as one. You're not six girls out there. We have to play as one. If you're not passing the ball, you're talking to the girl that is passing. And and tonight it felt like we were one out there. It was beautiful. And coach, you, you talked about the depth and getting some subs in. You really go about ten deep with your six on the girl on the floor, and then you sub four in. Just it seemed like every single one of those ten girls probably did exactly what you needed them to do. Yes. And most of them probably did a little bit more than you needed them to. Yeah. And we have three more on the bench behind those ten that are ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So that's. That's Calvert Volleyball. I mean, that is Calvert Volleyball. I think, you know, I can't say enough. Olivia Miller, um, you know, she's a senior, and she got behind from day one our idea of running a 6-2. Um, you know, not because Olivia can't run a 5-1 or Olivia could run a great 5-1, but we have we have Bryn Meyer, who's 6-2. We have Bella Borgio, who's 5-10. We have Allie Porter on the outside, who's a, who's a beast. We have Emily Miller on the outside. We have all these hitters, and we have to maximize that. And, um, you know, that requires some of the girls on the team to be selfless. And when, you know, we, the coaches and I teach team first, team first, we have to do what's best for the team. And the girls have gotten behind it. And then last one I got for you, it's completely essentially irrelevant today. Matt wanted to not be here so he could celebrate with his family. I know. It's amazing that he would say that. Anything you want to say uh, to Matt for, for missing out today? Happy birthday. <laughs> this has been Lori Rombach, Calvert Volleyball Coach. Thank you once again for uh, taking the time with us. Congratulations, and we'll see you next Friday. Great. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for the coverage. And thank you again to Lori Rombach for joining us here on, on today's, uh, to end of today's show as it was Matt's birthday today. So big thanks to uh, Lori for joking with us about, uh, about that. But again, thank you for listening to our coverage here of High School Volleyball Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. A big thank you to our producer for today, pushing all the buttons, Trayvon Hastings. Back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course, the Lord's work. Our Calvert Volleyball coverage will continue on. We'll have coverage of that state semifinals matchup next Friday down at the Nutter Center on the campus of Wright State University. They're going to take on either Buckeye Central or Canton Central Catholic. Josh, uh, before we go, any uh, any last words? Again, thank you for thank you again for joining me as well. It's the uh, second time we've got to do this for some uh, Calvert postseason <laughs> coverage. And luckily for us, it turned out a little better than it did last time. A lot better than we did last time last year at the or it was this year, I guess, a couple months ago. It feels like forever ago. But, no, I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity and the chance. It's uh, never turned down the chance to s help you as a friend and see Calvert play volleyball. And, again, I've said it a couple times. I think it's by far the best match they've played all year. I mean, they've obviously had some very dominant wins this year. Um, they're head and shoulders above just about everybody in the league. But to come out and do that against the number five team in the state, a team that knocked them out of the tournament last year, was just incredible. And, you know, again, I would have never expected us to be out of here an hour and 20 minutes. You know, I, I planned for two to two and a half hours <laughs> and figured I'd get home by the time uh, maybe the 7.30 football game on, came on ABC tonight. But just an incredible, incredible match, incredible win for Calvert. Just, again, all the girls. And she's right. She said something that didn't even cross my mind. They go 10 deep, and the three girls that are left on the bench probably start for a lot of varsity teams right. this year. You know, that includes her daughter. Uh, the Elker girl, the Marinas girl, so just incredible and that, program. And that's, with, and that's with Carly Meyer kind of falling out of the rotation yeah. too. Played a lot as a freshman, has played yeah. some this year, but there's just been so much talent. It's just uh, it's just changed the lineups a little bit. Yeah, it, I mean, it's scary to think. Again, you don't want to look ahead because they potentially could win a state title next weekend, but 
man, the future is bright. Some of these girls, you know, the Bella Borgios that'll play next year, and you know, the, the Bryn Myers, and they're just incredible. And I'm excited for the seniors too. Again, you know, they started their career as state champions, and you know, they came in. That's all they knew after their freshman year. And the last two years, they didn't even get to state. You know, last year they didn't even play on Saturday. They didn't play in this regional final last year. And excited for those five girls. I've talked to each one this year. You know, the story on Cecilia Palm the other day, and talked to Cameron Shook and Carolyn Lanacek. Um, just excited for them to get back to state next weekend and uh, give it their best shot and give it one more run at it before they end their volleyball careers. And you'll have a story in uh, tomorrow's AT? Monday. Monday. No, no paper tomorrow. No paper tomorrow. Which is nice. I can go home and take as long as I want to. I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't want to look too far ahead. I'll probably be, I think, this past Monday I got to talk to Coach Rombach and Cecilia Palm, and I assume that's what's going to be my Monday night as well. We'll be a... Uh, I have wall-to-wall -wall coverage probably in Thursday's paper of the Advertiser Tribune. We'll get, uh, last time they were at State, we, we got a couple features in. I see Ashlyn Jones here, which is Lori's niece. Um, a couple features and a story about the team and preview whoever they play, and we'll have some wall-to-wall -wall coverage this week. So stay tuned for all that across uh, all of the various platforms. You can uh, find uh, both work of Classicus 96.7 and everything uh, Josh does with, there's, how many papers is it? It's too many. Whoever will pay me. No, <laughs> well, we have a group of five papers, so that one that keeps me pretty darn busy. So I was wanted somewhere else today, and I said, well, I'm, I'm headed to Elida for Calvert. What I thought was going to be a war, but you know, I'm really glad it came out the way it did and not the other way It was around. more a battle leading up to the war. I almost couldn't sleep. I mean, I was exhausted last night when I got home from my game, so I, I passed out pretty quickly and actually slept in about two hours later than I normally did. When I woke up, it was already 8.30. I'm like, man, we're closer to the game than what time <laughs> I normally wake up on Saturday, so... No, I thought I thought it was going to be a war. If, if you would have gave me money, that's what I would have put it on. But, again, I, I think I've said it all 12 times. Just an incredible <laughs> performance by Calvert today. Just wall-to-wall -wall game plan was it was spot on. You know, you only get – you know, they probably knew it was Crestview waiting, but you still only get one day of practice. They only had two hours yesterday, maybe a little something this morning they did. But to play the number five team in the state, basically a one-day's practice and play the way they did is just, just phenomenal. This is Lance Moore signing off for my broadcast partner, Josh Morgan from the Elida Fieldhouse. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school volleyball here today. Again, Calvert winning in straight sets today over Crestview. Thank you for listening. Catch you guys in the next one. You've been listening to Tiffin Covered Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7, WBVI, and WBVI.com. Tiffin Covered Volleyball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Frickers, MJ Brown Construction Company, by Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Big B Coffee, by Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit, by Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, by Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by the Ruby Corporation. Join us next time for another great matchup of Calvert Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. This has been a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated. Thank you all so much.